Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday, March 15th, halfway through this month, and welcome to Race Week, too. It's uh, it's that time of year here in uh, in downtown Sebring, so looking forward to some of the race activities uh, coming downtown, and I hope that uh, you had a great weekend. I hope you caught up on some sleep because uh, I didn't. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, one of those days where... Uh, you know that you're you're missing that first hour of sleep. So uh, I hope that uh, we've got some stuff to talk about today as we uh, really and truly get towards the end of earnings season. I know we'll have a few economic numbers coming out, but uh, stay tuned and let's see uh, let's see what Dave and I can come up with. Yes, there. And what about love? What about love? Well, what about money? Yeah, we're more concerned about money this time of the morning, because this is when we check in and see how your retirement accounts are treating you. With help from downtown Sebring and Statler Financial Services, where Philip Statler is standing by on the phone. Philip, good morning. Did you drive in this morning, and did you run into any fog? I, I, I did drive in this morning, and yes, I hit some batches of some pretty, pretty heavy fog, uh, a couple spots on the way in. So uh, be careful out there, folks. It, uh, it can come up on you pretty quick. You're the first person that I've had a chance to ask that. I've been bombed with dense fog warnings all morning, and every time I get one, I look across the road and say, my Lord, it looks pretty up on this end of 27. I figure your route in from Country Club might very well be a good acid test for that. Yeah, yeah there were several spots where it got a little dense. It was out, though. I'm glad to know that it's out there. I'm not fibbing to people. Setting the table for the morning, Friday was, on balance, a pretty good day. It looks like the rotation into blue chips continues. Dow Jones Industrial Average closed up 293 points. That within That's within an inch of a new record close. Standard & Poor's 500 did, we think, hit a record close. It was up only four points, but it had gone down a little bit during the day when it hit an intraday record a day earlier. And NASDAQ continued to shed just a few points. It wasn't catastrophic, but down 79 points on Friday. So we're still kind of rotating into the uh, the old line stocks, it looks like, aren't we? It, it definitely looks that way, Dave. It looks like the NASDAQ continues to just give back a little here, a little there. Um and and then the other indexes seem to be gathering from that, and and the Dow more than the S and P five hundred at this point. Yeah, which kind of gives me the feeling that it's you know kind of a, I don't want to say flight to safety, but at the very least flight to conventionality might be the proper term. Well, yeah, you, you know, typically we're going to see rotations uh, throughout the cycles, and so I think this may be just one of those cycles where, you know, the Nasdaq stayed up pretty high for a pretty long time, had a really good year last year. Um, and so I think we're just going to continue to see some people um, take their money off of the technology table and start finding things that maybe didn't perform as well last year that have some prospects for the current year. Understood. Now, it's, it's not to be said that NASDAQ is a sell-at-all-costs type of proposition. I mean, the index is at 13,319. That's still, relatively speaking, nosebleed territory. It just isn't getting the run-up that the Dow and the S&P appear to have gotten. Uh, we start the morning off with the uh, Empire State Business Manufacturing Index, and that's some good news to start the week off. Manufacturing activity up in New York, eight-month high. It went from 12-something up to 17.4 this month. That's got to feel good for folks with investments in the northeastern part of the country. 
definitely does because that's that's uh that's quite a bit better than expected they expected that number to be about 15 so um you gotta like that uh when when the northeast um starts to do well um that that really tells you that that the rest of the country should start to move in that direction too because they're usually lagging behind um in a lot of those areas and it needs to be said, too, that we're talking about current month, and New York hasn't exactly been opening like a house of fire either. No, it hasn't. We've seen a little bit more leniency in New York and, and, and California here in the last month or so. So maybe that's an indication that, uh, that we're seeing there from the Empire State Index. Absolutely. It's nice to see an eight-month high on it. Anyway, best number we've had since last year before the pandemic hit. Uh, Monday is one of our usual relatively slow news days out, but you got some hot stuff. They're moving the Standard & Poor's 500 around again, aren't they? They are at the next quarterly rebalance, and I wish I could find I can't find an article or anything that tells me what's getting replaced, but I know what's coming in. Um, and that one caught me a little bit by surprise, Dave. There's four companies coming into the S&P 500. One of them is NXP Semiconductors. Uh, the other one is Penn National Gaming, uh, one of the online gaming sites. Generac, the the uh, the, uh, the generator. One, company. The generator. There we go. The generator uh, company. And then Caesars Entertainment. So we've got two entertainment companies uh, coming in, basically. And that's uh, that's giving those companies some pretty big uh, increases. We've got NXP is up a little over 7%. Ben, uh, Penn National's up uh, 7.3. Generac's up uh, a little over 2.5. And Caesars is up uh, almost 4%. So those stocks are getting... Uh, getting some help by that uh, that announcement this morning again i'm not sure exactly what's coming out but uh but that's what's going in it's fascinating looking at the notion that uh, especially caesars and penn national given the fact that uh, we've been going through this pandemic for that amount of time that their market cap has gone up so doggone much that one of the 500 biggest companies in the nation and you really wouldn't expect that to happen well let's just look at their 52-week range right so penn national has gone from $3.75 a share uh, to closing on Friday at $130.47 a share and getting ready to open at about $140 a share, a new 52-week high. Crud. And that's without the Reddit gang trying to run it up. Exactly. And then Caesars is, is kind of the same deal. Their 52-week high is, they, I mean, their 52-week range, they were down as low as $6. Um, they closed Friday at 100 and now they're getting ready to open up at $104.50, which is a new 52-week high for them, too. That's utterly amazing. Generac doesn't shock me all that much, given the way that people have been you know, putting in the backup generators and the like in their house. Evidently, our part of the country isn't the only one that's thinking generators might make sense. Oh, can you say Texas? Texas? Yes, right. Exactly. They, <laughs> they probably think that's probably a good idea now. You know, the other thing we need to look at is kind of what does the week look like? Because we do have some numbers coming out to talk about later this week. I mean, tomorrow, uh, I think will be a, a decent day in terms of economic news. We've got retail sales coming out, import prices. Um, and so those are some some pretty big things to talk about, as well as on Wednesday, we've got housing starts and building permits. So, And then, of course, our regular deal on Wednesday when it comes to first-time claims. That's right. We've got, and we've got a bunch of stuff that's going to affect the market, especially with the housing, I would imagine, as 
you know, construction, given the uh, the miserable excuse me, the miserable month that Texas had, it's going to be an interesting question as to what happened as far as our uh, housing starts are concerned. Well, that, that's true because that uh, let's face it, there wasn't much happening in Texas last month. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be a big surprise. Other things I did. So we're at the end of earnings season. Is anything going on on the earnings front worthy of reporting this morning? I don't see anything coming out this morning um, th- that I've seen. I mean, there still are some laggards coming out. Um, I-, I just don't see anything hitting my board yet in terms of uh, anything of household significance. Nothing really rang a bell when I went through the expected reports either. I do notice that our interest rates are continuing to go. The bonds are still climbing on yield. I'm up by a couple of basis points on the 30-year bonds and uh, considerably up. We're at 1.623% on the 10-year Treasury notes. That's not going to help NASDAQ this week, I'd imagine. And No, if it continues to go up, it, it won't. Um, so that will be uh, – you know, that's one of those things that we would rather – in terms of stock indexes, we'd rather that thing start to slide down a little bit. Not going to help our federal debt either when we start renewing some of those bonds when they come back up, is it? No, that's going to be probably the biggest uh, thing that devastates us is when uh, those interest rates continue to go up, it's going to just play havoc on uh, on our budget. I, that's my biggest concern as I look at $1.9 trillion bucks worth of new debt added in the last week alone. And then I see the 10-year and the 30-year Treasury notes going up. That means it's going to cost us more to borrow the money to be able to finance all those payments as well. Whether they're good or bad, uh, the price tag down the line just went up by a substantial margin. It did. And, you know, let's face it, that if uh, if those folks that think it's going to go to 2% are correct, um, that'll be a significant burden to the United States. Uh, without a doubt. Resetting the table for the morning, up day for the blue chips on Friday, down day for the NASDAQ on Friday, 45 minutes before we open this morning. What do the trends look like so far, Philip? You know, on the stock front, it's like you said, it's a mixed bag. We got the Dow actually up a little over a tenth of a percent, but the other two indexes sinking down. We've got the S&P 500 down a little over a tenth of a percent. NASDAQ's down a tenth of a percent. Nothing huge, but uh, but, hey, the Russell 2000, it's down a little over three-quarters of a percent, so small cap getting hit uh, this morning. If we look at gold and silver, <clears throat> silver's trading up 1%. Uh, gold's up a half a percent. Crude oil, yeah, I don't like the price, but at least it's down three-quarters of a percent. It's at $65.12 a barrel right now. Well, we'll take the direction at the very least. Overseas markets, the Asian rim mostly off, not precipitously, but off at the close early this morning. Europe showing no trend whatsoever. Nobody's more than a tenth of a percent either side of the zero mark midway through their day. Uh, getting advice as far as what to do if you're heavily invested in those small caps might be a time to look at controlling your risk. How do I find you to uh, look at my retirement portfolio, Philip? Devin, give us a call at 863-382-0037, and let's schedule a financial x-ray to determine how much risk you do have in your portfolio. Maybe it's fine. Maybe it's not. Uh, catch our website, statlerfinancial.com, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show. I think we'll make the 6 a.m., but the races will get rid of the noon one, but we'll be back on at 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730. That's right. You get the noon hour off on Saturday where we're going to make you work bright and early at 6 a.m., all right? All right, man. And then go to my website and catch the replay if they uh, if they don't get to hear it this Saturday. Got you covered. Do appreciate it, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Enjoy. 
All right, man. Have a great day. Thanks, Philip. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Wedding. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope that your week is off to a great start. I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Till then, take care.